0: Welcome back everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you once again for tuning in. Um, I appreciate your support as always and believing in me. It means the world because of you we're trending and we're ranked in the top 100 in mental health which means so much. I can't even believe that when I say that out loud but it's so beautiful. It's because of these amazing people that I keep bringing on. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors Wasatch Recovery, Siegfried and Jensen, Thread wallets and the beautiful music you hear at the very beginning and the very end of this podcast is by my good friend Paul Cardall. He's given me permission to use a little bit of his music and I love him and, and you guys are in for a treat. I actually have his wife on today, <laughs> Tina Cardall. Tina, thank you for joining us.
1: Hi, Todd. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, me too. I, you know, like I said, um, I've known Paul for a while now, and he's, you know, obviously says nothing but great about you, Tina, obviously, and thinks the world of you and thought you'd be a great fit for this podcast. And I couldn't agree more. And I just love the way you carry yourself. And I just appreciate you taking some time to be with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: So a little background on Tina, folks, just so you can get to know her a little bit better. She's an AFAA certified personal trainer. She's first degree black belt in Taekwondo. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. I want to know more about that. Um, this is the other thing that really stood out to me that you're involved with implementing the Daniel plan with pastor Rick Warren. So Rick Warren's book, the purpose driven life is one of my favorite all time books. Like I love that book more than um, most. <laughs> nope. So I want to hear more about that. And um, you know, you, you're, you you're really into health and uh, achieving a healthy lifestyle through faith, food, fitness, focus, and friends you've served several missions to third world nations uh you you went to thailand to help rescue young women from sex trafficking you went to india to work with women who you know in the slums doing microfinancing uh you worked in uh, sri lanka in an orphanage i mean you are just out there making a difference in the in the world um, as we said earlier you're you know you're a woman of faith and you're married to uh, the award-winning pianist, Paul Cardall, but it's not about him today. It's about you. You've, for, you've, you've been in bodybuilding competitions, you know, you've helped, uh, so many people and you just, you're, you're a light in this world. And we're just grateful to, you know, to have you on this show today. Like I said, so there's a lot more I could say, but I'm gonna, we want to hear it from you. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we start Tina, tell us where you grew up and maybe a little bit about your family and your childhood.
1: Sure. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, yeah. My mom and dad were both born in a tiny little country called Slovenia. Mm. And that's part of former Yugoslavia. It's um, right between Italy, Austria, Hungary, and below is Croatia. Okay. And so, um, yeah, so I am 100% Slovenian, first generation, very proud. Wow. Um I grew awesome. up hardcore Catholic going to um, Catholic school and then for high school I went to an all-girls private Catholic school again and um, that was just an amazing experience but yeah most of my family still lives in Slovenia and Paul and I actually visit quite often I think we were there three times last year and um, I love everything about my heritage um yeah. just my upbringing. You know, during the week, I went to St. Vitus School, English school, and then on Saturday mornings, same school, but I went to Slovenian school. So um, I'm proud to say I speak the language and it's just in my blood. Growing up in Cleveland, my dad, we had 13 acres. We had a lot of farmland and we always had a garden. We grew anything and everything that you could grow. I remember my dad had probably at least 50 bee boxes. So we always had, you know, homegrown honey, which (laughs) then he would make different jams and jellies and what have you. So we really lived off the land. And I think that really um, instilled in me. And it's a part of me still today to just want to eat from the land. I love eating one ingredient foods, say broccoli, yeah. you know, yeah. brown rice, chicken. Yeah. Um, I don't need anything processed at all. I love cooking. I love being healthy. And especially as I age, you know, this year I turned 54 years old and I, I'm proud to say I don't take any prescription drugs at all. You know, no. I've always worked with a functional doctor. If something no. is going on with me, I always loved getting to the root cause yeah. of why is this symptom happening? Sure. And so I have been able to, um, even now, you know, um, experience this time of womanhood, <laughs> you know, <laughs> going through menopause and all of that naturally, and not having any symptoms at all. Um, For a while there, I was having hot flashes, and I was able to completely stop those deadened tracks just by taking natural supplements. So um, yeah, I mean, I think growing up and having my parents who really truly loved working in the land, getting their hands dirty, it instilled who I am today. And I'm really proud of that.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And you know, you, you don't look 54, you look 10 years younger than that. It's probably because of the healthy lifestyle you, you you that you live by, you know, um, obviously living off the land and having, you know, you know, the bees, I I'm really fascinated by bees, by the way. I think that's amazing. What were some of the bigger lessons that you learned besides, you know, obviously how important it is to, you know, eat, eat really good foods and things like that. What other lessons did you learn as a kid being growing up on a, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, land and things like that and things you learn from your parents?
1: Definitely to not be wasteful. Mm. Um, You know, my parents, because they grew up in in during a time during war when there was Mm -hmm. famine they didn't have a lot of food you know i grew up in the household where it was like eat everything on your plate and even (laughs) still to this day i eat everything on my plate (laughs) you know when i see somebody leaving part of that sandwich behind i'm thinking why aren't you finishing that sandwich you should finish it (laughs) and you know i do believe that you know even if like for instance you go to a family dinner and it's buffet style right just take a little bit, you can always go back for more. Yeah. So I've, I'm still to this day, very mindful of waste. And if I'm going to make something, I'm going to make enough that I know that I'm going to eat and really nothing gets thrown in the trash at all.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you know, like I said, in in the intro, I really love the way you carry yourself. When you were younger, you are always this confident kid. And 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 that kind of thing, or is that something you had to kind of, you know, cultivate and learn as you went throughout the years?
1: Definitely from day one. And my mom, I love when she tells this story, but she says, kid, even when you were a little toddler, I knew I never had to worry about you. Your yeah. sister, on the other hand, <laughs> yes, I had to worry yeah. about her, but you, I just knew there was something about you. You were always going to be okay. So I think at a very young age, for whatever reason um this is god this is how god created me um you know i always did have confidence but of course i think just like every normal teenager growing up um i went through high school having those awkward times and you know wanting to fit in with certain groups and so mm-hmm. there was that period of time where i felt a little uncomfortable and then college came around and then i had that that, um, that energy, that confidence again, to sort of figure out who I was and who I wanted to be. But I don't realize I do it, but people tell me all the time when I walk into a room, I walk in almost like with my head up and with confidence. Yeah. So I don't realize I'm doing it, but I guess I do it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, again, you know, I heard once, I love this, uh, statement that your energy introduces itself the moment you walk into a room and and I felt that the moment that we connected today. Obviously, uh, I love that. Um, I want to talk about, I mean, we said earlier you're a first degree black belt in Taekwondo. When did that start? Did you start at a young age doing that? Or was that later in life?
1: No, it was later in life. I think I was maybe about 35. And, um, you know, even as a kid, you know, I did track, (laughs) I was really good at soccer, you know, we we won quite a few championships. So it was just in my blood to be competitive and just to be athletic. And so um, I met a friend that was doing Taekwondo. And I thought, well, this would be fun. And so (laughs) I just started doing it and I just gravitated towards it. I absolutely loved it. And I got my first degree. And um, wow. I didn't keep going for whatever reason, um, yeah. you know, life took me in another direction. But for me, I felt I I wanted to get my first degree. I accomplished that. And I was OK with it, where yeah. others, of course, keep going for their second, third, fourth. Right. And um, but it was great. It was wow. so much fun. Um, I especially loved getting to class early because the class before mine were the little kids, and you would have kids as little as three, four, five years old, adorable, doing their little chops and you know saying the the, the phrases that you say. But it was all about discipline. It was all about self respect, respecting others. And I yeah. loved what Taekwondo was teaching me. But let alone these children. About respect and, you know, having respect for your parents. And did you clean your room? Did Mm. you listen to your parents? And I love those values. I, I, you know, I mean, I could go on and on about that, but it, it was really beautiful.
0: Yeah. Was this before these bodybuilding competitions and stuff, or was this after those?
1: It was before. It
0: was before. Okay. It so, was
1: before.
0: So did this kind of open up like, hey, a new world to you? I know I know you've always been in living a healthy lifestyle, but now, you know, you, you got into competitions and things like that and you train other people how to live healthier lifestyles. How did that all come about and, and you know, why so much passion around all that?
1: Well, it's interesting. I have a finance degree. And uh, so I lived in New York for 13 years and worked on Wall Street as a Mm. performance analyst for Morgan Stanley um, for almost 10 years. And so when I was working finance during the day, I was a personal trainer at night just for fun. And it's, it's interesting how my life sort of, you know, took took its toll not not its toll how the direction that my life went in just automatically yeah. without me even trying because personal training was just it started out to be a hobby for me it was something fun that yeah. i just loved doing so I was in the city on September 11th, and that's when I decided Mm -hmm. after going to so many funerals of Mm -hmm. so many friends that I had lost in the World Trade Center that worked specifically for Cantor Fitzgerald on the 105th floor, really, you know, it, it does something to you. And it made me realize the importance of life and how much I really do need to value it even more and not take it for granted. And that's when I made a drastic career change. I mean, who does this? You give up a finance degree on Wall Street (laughs) to become a personal trainer? Really? (laughs) You know, 401k, four weeks paid vacation, everything. Like it it was a a different, very different lifestyle
0: right yeah but sure.
1: but my passion was in fitness it was in nutrition it was in getting yeah. people healthy and that's yeah. what i still today am gra- that i gravitate towards so yeah i gave it up i got my february bonus and i said i am done and that's why i pursued training full time And ever since then, that is what I have done. I just, you know, you get me into a grocery store, I'm going to light up because I'm a kid in a candy store. I want to start reading boxes. I want to start reading (laughs) ingredients. I want to learn for myself and of course, keep myself healthy. But I want to educate other people also, because a lot of people just don't know. And for a while there, it, it was a little challenging for me. Cause I'm like, why don't people know they should know these things, yeah. but I realized that people just don't know and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So that's where I come in. I want to educate you. I want to oh, yeah. help you on your journey. I want to, I mean, how many people I have helped, especially women lose 60, 65 pounds wow. naturally,
0: wow. Not,
1: make, not making drastic lifestyle changes, just mm-hmm. little changes. Yeah. things that they can incorporate in their life. It wasn't a diet, it was a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And people started getting their lives back. And that brings me such joy. Like, I know that that is my purpose in life to help others. And I get such joy and excitement out of that. Yeah. So it's, um it's been quite the journey. And then just like you said, um, from New York, I went to Orange County, I went Mm. to go visit a friend for a couple weeks. And prior to that, my one of my dearest friends gave me the book by Pastor Rick Warren called The Purpose Driven Life. And I read it. And I'm in California, Orange County, visiting my friend. And (laughs) one of my friends says, Tina, Rick Warren's church, I think, is close to where you're staying at. And I'm like, what? I had no idea. Sure enough, his church was two miles down the street. Wow. (laughs) So immediately that weekend, I went to church and yeah, I just fell in love. And the lady that was sitting in front of me was from Cleveland, Ohio, grew up in the same neighborhood that I grew up in. She was about 20 years older than me. We went to the same butcher. I mean, it was crazy. And um, yeah, yeah, I... I got very involved in that church. Um, I became a member, went nice. on all those mission trips. And yeah, uh, yeah I got on staff and okay. worked directly with Pastor Rick Warren, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dr. Mark Hyman, wow. um, Dr. Oz from the, the yeah. Dr. Oz show, yeah, and wow. so many more. We we started the Daniel plan yeah. and it was an amazing experience that I will never, ever forget. It's just, will always be so close and dear to my heart.
0: Wow. Well, you, you, uh, you know, you had that uh, participation of 25,000 members that lost over 250,000 pounds. So amazing. Um, for those that don't know, will you explain the Daniel plan and what that entails?
1: Yes, of course. So the Daniel plan comes from the Bible the book of Daniel. And yeah. what what, ha- what happened was Pastor Rick Warren was making some changes in his church and he just wanted his um his members to be healthy. He mm. wanted to be healthy. And That's why he incorporated the Daniel plan is part of a plan for the church to incorporate into their life, into their lifestyle, to lose weight, to get healthier. And basically, this is what you're doing. You're living foods that God created, right? Fruits, vegetables, meats, things like that, that are one ingredient foods that are healthy. And so, yes, as a church, like you said, they lost Thousands of pounds, people were getting healthier and happier. And I was, I was also teaching fitness classes in a tent that would hold up to 200 people, which was amazing. It was so much fun. (laughs) And yeah, what a blessing to be a part of that.
0: Wow. I love that. You know, I was looking at one of your posts where you were working out and in, in the content that you wrote down, I loved what you said. You said, what seems impossible today will be your warm up tomorrow. Talk about that mentality and talk about what that means, not just with fitness, but just in everyday life.
1: I think when we look long-term, we get overwhelmed, stressed, and we get discouraged and we think, yeah. how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? We're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. But I think if we just put our heads down and we just take it one day at a time, one hour at a time, we can put one foot in front of the other and we can accomplish those goals, especially if we have a great support system, if we have someone to cheer us on and to constantly encourage us. But the goal is just to take it one day at a time, because look, it's going to be Christmas before you know it, right? I mean, (laughs) today is May 1st and Christmas seems so far away, but you know what? We're going to be chopping that tree down before you know it. And please don't say that, (laughs) (laughs) but that's what I tell people. Don't worry about Christmas. Just focus on today. Today. If you can just make one or two changes in your life and stick with that little habit, It is going to make a world of difference for you in the long run. And then when Christmas does come around, you're going to look back and you're going to say, you know what? I did it. And it wasn't that hard. It really wasn't.
0: Wow. Well, so you focus on faith, food, fitness, focus, friends, and all that stuff. And so talk about how faith plays a part in this, because I know you're a woman of faith and it means a lot to you. It's very important to you. How does that play a part in your, in our fitness In our lives, and and why does it mean so much to you, Tina?
1: God created me, right? I wouldn't be on this earth if it wasn't for Him. He's the one that gave me my blue eyes, He's the one that gave me those wrinkles, He's the (laughs) one that gave me this color hair, He gave me everything. And for me, I trust 100% that every day He will guide me, He will directly direct me, He will put the right people in my path. Um, He's going to give me hope, but I have to seek and I have to trust and have faith that all of those things will happen. And, you know, like I said before, it's amazing how my journey, I, I wasn't necessarily looking for those things. They sort of came to me.
0: Okay. and.
1: As I get older, I realize more and more that I need to just keep allowing him to just let those things happen naturally for me Mm -hmm. because he has a plan for me and I welcome doors that open wide. And then I also acknowledge the doors that have been slammed shut in my face that I know that I don't need to walk through. Mm. So for me, I feel that um, I, I easily get convicted. I know right from wrong. And I know, yes, I should do this. No, I shouldn't do that. Yes, this is an opportunity I should further seek or no, you know what, let that go. So for me, I constantly have faith. Of course, it gets challenging sometimes because we want to take control. (laughs) (laughs) I know what's best, but (laughs) ultimately, I don't know what's best. And so I'm constantly just praying and asking God to lead me.
0: Yeah, love that. Thank you for sharing that, Tina you know, when you're working with someone and trying to help them, you know, get into that fitness mindset and a healthy lifestyle, what do you feel like is the biggest barrier that you notice in people that, that holds them back? From support. support, 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 okay. you hmm.
1: know, a lot of times, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, you know, let's just, you know, use the example, you know, say a female comes to me, her husband's not on board right? Mm -hmm. She wants to lose weight. She wants to make changes, but he doesn't. So now the kids aren't on board because they're siding with dad. And so there's that struggle there. And then they don't have the support. And that's where somebody like me comes in, right? In the past, you know, I'm there, I'm your cheerleader, and I'm going to walk you through it. And I'm going to say, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. He's Uh not ready to make the changes, but you are. When you get on a plane at the beginning, before that plane takes off, the flight attendant gets up there and she says, you know what, put your mask on yourself first, before you put it on your children. Yeah. And I share that a lot because I do feel it's so important as a, you know, as a mother, the the woman that wants to make those changes, she needs to put that mask on herself. She needs to get healthy for herself. She needs to take care of herself. She needs to be in a good mindset. You know, let's get rid of the depression, the anxiety, whatever it is. Let's, let's, let's do that because the healthier she is, the healthier her family will be. And I can guarantee you nine out of 10, not 10 out of 10 times. The husband usually does come on board. Yeah. because he's like wow you're looking great <laughs> right. you're happier these days yeah. you're a little less moody you're you know and then he's like i want some of that now yeah you know what honey maybe i do want to start eating a little bit more like you are let's go for that walk after dinner i think it yeah. would be great as a family to do that So I think it's a matter of having a really good support system. And it doesn't mean you have to have a community. It could just be one person that can guide you along. If it's a friend, a parent, whoever it is to just encourage you.
0: Okay. Very well said. You know, another part of what you do is you're really into clean beauty. And will you tell our listeners what that means and, and why that's so important to you?
1: Oh, it is so important. (laughs) And as I get older, I realize so much more important because Todd, think about it. We, for the most part, we're eating healthy, we're exercising, but then the average person puts on at least 500 chemicals in the morning before they even leave the house. Now, this is even the typical man, because think about even a man, he gets in the shower, he washes his hair, he uses body wash, he's Mm -hmm. putting deodorant on, toothpaste, mouthwash, and let's just say some chapstick, okay, and he's (laughs) out the door. 500 chemicals, because the average-
0: You just just described my morning.
1: (laughs) There you go. So think about it. You're putting all these products onto your body- they are going into your bloodstream, your yeah. body, your skin is the largest organ of your body. Mm. And now you're putting all these chemicals on your body, but then you're eating organic and healthy, which I think is wonderful. Sure. But so back in 2019, I started using products by a company called beauty counter. And the reason why I was gravitated towards beauty counter is because they are a clean beauty company which means all of their products are non hormone disrupting okay. they're not going to affect your hormones because these toxic products they cause infertility hormonal mm. imbalances cancer wow. okay um beauty counter is non toxic it's clean but what really drew me was that they are literally still the only beauty company out there that works with legislation to get laws passed and changed because wow. their mission is to get cleaner and safer products into the hands of everyone. Okay. So if you took a product and you scan the back of it, the UPC, and uh, there's a free app called EWG. It stands for the environmental working group. And okay. you scan the back of this bottle. It's going to rate it ewg which is the cleanest the purest the best and then the other side of it is a 10 it's in the red it is the most toxic worst thing you could ever put on your body and then you go to the cvs walgreens target wherever and you start to learn and see oh my gosh what Mm -hmm. am i putting on my body now beauty counter Everything is EWG verified. It's safe for pregnant ladies. Mm. It's safe for nursing mothers. They're high-performing products. They come in glass bottles, not plastic. And so here I am talking about fitness, health, nutrition. And I said to myself, this is what I now need to start educating people on also. I started using the products myself. Yeah. because I was having some hormonal issues, not even thinking that the products I yeah. was putting on my body were in, were contributing to it. Mm. So if I want you healthy, I want you eating cleaner, I want you moving your body, and I want you to get off of all these chemicals that are yeah. going directly into your bloodstream. And you know what, they are creating problems, they're creating a lot of problems for a lot of people, and they don't realize it. Yeah. So I'm a huge advocate for clean beauty. It's extremely important to think about what you're putting onto your body.
0: Wow. Well, it's kind of like, you know, as you, you were describing, I mean, I did that this morning. I mean, I brushed my teeth, <laughs> but I, I used, you know, some mouthwash, uh, you know, the shampoo, the soap, deodorant. I actually put on, it was so funny when you said chap. I don't ever use chapstick until this morning.
1: look at the timing of that.
0: Yeah. The timing of that. So, but yeah, um, as, as you do that and you're training people on this, do you get a lot of resistance with this? Because people get stuck in their ways and they, I don't know, what what are you finding? Like people, you know, how do they react to this?
1: (laughs) Honestly, I get zero resistance. I don't know what it is. Everyone that comes to me, they are ready. They're ready. I don't know if it's my energy, my enthusiasm. (laughs) And of course, I'm going to tell them you can do this. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you could still have a cookie, just not every single day, you yeah, know, um, right. and if you want a cookie, let's get some good homemade ones that you can make at home with coconut sugar and some almond yeah. flour. I'll tell you, I make the most amazing, decadent, chewy chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. to die for. And you know what? Every ingredient is so healthy. And I know I'm not causing inflammation in my body. I'm not yeah. causing free radicals. I'm not causing any of that. If any I'm nourishing the body because I'm putting really good nutrient dense organic ingredients into my foods and I'm eating them. So people come to me, they're ready. And when I give them a recipe, they get excited and they're like, Ooh, give me another one. Oh my gosh, this is so easy. Are you kidding me? I'm losing weight and I can still eat cookies. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know, it's amazing. I I can have, I can still have pasta, But we're making it a different way and I'm just using a different brand, but it's still pasta. I'm losing weight. This is amazing. Tell me more. Tell me more. And then boom, 60 pounds comes off and it wasn't that hard. They didn't go into the gym. They didn't go into the gym and kill themselves six days a week. They just started walking a little bit more. They started doing a little bit of this things and they started to enjoy it. So instead of giving someone a full blown plan and you know you've got to do all this or you're not going to succeed <laughs> we do it the way I feel it should be intended just yeah. slowly making those changes. I mean right. every once in a while you get a person they want to just dive in, right? right. And just give me everything, let's do this. But yeah. the average person, you know what? The they they want to finish that deodorant that they're using because they they spent money on it, but that's where I come in and say, "Okay, When you're ready for that new deodorant, why don't you try the Clean Dio by Beauty Counter? It's beautiful. It's non-toxic. There's no aluminum in there. The next time you need a new facial cleanser, why not try Beauty Counter? Yeah, Um,
0: why not? Yeah.
1: The the chapstick you're using today, you know, (laughs) let's get you a good clean one. Because that's the other thing. The average lip user, so see you're using a chapstick, they consume five tubes a year. Five tubes. Now, if you looked wow. at the ingredients in the average lipstick, the average lip balm, and let's say I took those five tubes and I put them in a glass and yeah. I microwave them. <laughs> okay. And I said, Todd, yeah. drink this now. Yeah. You like, would no never. Way. Yeah. Never. You would never. But what are you doing? <laughs> You're putting this lip balm, this chapstick on all day long. And what are you doing? You're licking your lips. Yeah. You're, And what are you doing? You're eating sure it. I
0: know. <laughs>
1: You're eating it. And you know what you're doing? You're, you're contributing to your Mm. toxic load. Your rain barrel is getting fuller and fuller and fuller of more and more toxins. People are getting sicker and they don't realize that it's all these little things that they're doing every single day that are contributing. And I come in and I help you empty that rain barrel. Let's empty that. Let's get you back to health. And it's honestly, it's not that difficult to do. Wow.
0: That's, that's fascinating. When you say it like that, you're kind of go, whoa. Yeah. No wonder people are on board when they hear that. They're like, okay, I need to do something different
1: here. (laughs) Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, Just swap out a chapstick. Yeah. Let's swap out a deodorant. You need to buy a new one anyhow. It's pretty much the same price point. You know, people come to me constantly and, you know, they want all new makeup. We have beautiful makeup. You can wear a full face of glam if you want, but let's do it naturally. Let's do it where you're actually, you know, there's skincare products or ingredients in those products Mm -hmm. and they're helping you with anti-aging instead of adding to aging, Right. We want to do the opposite. I mean, we're yeah. all getting older. Y- sure. You're going to get a wrinkle. You know, you can't stay 20 forever, but you don't <laughs> have to be 50 and look 60. You right. could be 50 and look 40. You right. can do it. Yeah. It's- and
0: you're a proof of that for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. You know, obviously you're involved in so many things. It's pretty amazing uh, to watch and to hear this. What does your day look like? Like you know, how do you conduct yourself? Do you have like a routine in the morning you usually follow? Like, give us a little background of what you do in a day to kind of keep yourself where you need to be, if you don't mind.
1: Well, yeah, of course. Well, um, for those of your listeners that know what Enneagrams are, I'm an Enneagram one. So I like checklists. I'm <laughs> a very orderly person. Okay. Um, I get things done quickly. Um, I, I get them done quickly, but correctly also. Right. You know, nothing's half with me. It's, it's, I do things right. But, you know, first thing I do in the morning, I make my bed. First thing I do, I have done that since I was a child. Um, You know, and they even say, if you wake up in the morning and make your bed, there's something about that. There's something about how your day is going to flow. And I do believe that. So yeah, you can bounce a quarter off my sheets. Um, (laughs) It's it's nice. It's nice. nice. But I've been like that. And I think it's because I do have European parents that, you know, we didn't wear shoes in the house, you make your bed, you know, eat everything that's on your plate, put that away when you're done with it. So, you know, I am now living that that every single day. But wake up in the morning, um, I have some breakfast, take my supplements, get myself ready for the day. Um, Usually around 10am, I go to the gym, even if it's only for 45 minutes, or if it's an hour and a half, it really depends. For me, I believe consistency is key with everything. I would rather someone myself go for a half an hour than to not go at all. Right. Right. Don't, you know, people get into these new workout routines and they go hardcore for like two months and then they get burnt out. So why go, you know, 300% do the 80, 90%, but at least go every single day, five days a week, if anything, incorporate that. And long-term you're going to have a lot more success. Yeah. And, um, You know, I'm usually working uh, when I'm walking on the treadmill, I'm doing work. So I'm multitasking, usually um, helping people with beauty counter orders. Um, You know, (laughs) there's other companies that I support that are um, family owned. You know, there's another company called Primal Life Organics. They sell amazing everything I use regarding dental products is through them. Um, It's a family owned business and their products are all organic, high quality, and they're all about re remineralizing your mouth and you know and all of that. So yeah. I'm on the treadmill walking, helping people, if it's from makeup, skincare, whatever it is, if somebody has a diet question, I get so many people sending me pictures when they're at the grocery store saying, Tina, what do you think about this product? Right. So I usually thumb up or thumb down. Yeah. And so they know. So and then That's I awesome. go to the store pick up some food. I'm always cooking lunch, dinner, what have you. Again, working in the afternoon. After dinner, we always go for a walk. And I'm a huge believer in getting really good sleep. I think it is one of the most important things that you can do for your body. Um, I wear something called an aura ring. So does Paul. Um, It's a ring that you wear on your finger and inside of it are all these little little lights and little, I don't know what you call them, but they monitor everything that's going on in your body. So it tells you everything from how much deep sleep you're getting and how much REM you're getting to your heart rate variability, to your respiratory rate, to your temperature, to it knows the minute you fell asleep and how long you slept. And I mean, the list goes on and on. And the reason why I really love this ring um, people have Apple watches and those are great, but if you really want to monitor, engage your sleep numbers, you would want an aura ring because okay. there's a certain range of how much time you should be in REM and how much you should be in deep sleep mm-hmm. every single night okay. because REM, you need that because that is going to detoxify and regenerate your brain. Yeah. Your deep sleep is what regenerates what puts on muscle mass and helps your body heal. It's all the body. So that's why those numbers are so important Um, for the longest time, you know, you know, a lot of people might not get REM. That's not good. So then you know, how can I focus to get that number higher. So, um, These are, yeah, it's pretty much my routine every single day. I'm Uh, a creature of habit (laughs) (laughs) and it's been working for me.
0: Well, again, I love what you said about consistency. I think that is the key for all of us. Um, you know, I know certain areas in my life where I'm really successful. It's because I've been just consistent, like you said. And, and I think that's a very good, powerful message. You know, um, I know faith is a big thing for you. I mean, I'm sure there's a There's time devoted every day for that. Is that, is that correct?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every morning and every night I pray, but I especially love my walks. Usually in the afternoon, I leave my phone behind and that's a time for me to just reflect and, you know, just talk to God and just spend that one-on-one time going inward.
0: Love it. So here's, here's the million dollar question. How is it being married to Paul? (laughs) <laughs> i gotta well, ask.
1: so i'm an enneagram one he's an enneagram four so <laughs> they say opposites attract no he, right. he's amazing he really yeah. really is we we have yeah. a really really great time together um we pray every night together we go to church together you know we're yeah. we seem to talk about god a lot which is nice. a beautiful thing sure. um but we also balance each other really well i'm i'm more the black and white He's more, you know, one minute it's pink, then it's blue, then it's yellow. But he he's more of a visionary. He he sees things differently than I do. But then when it comes to his career and, you know, and music, I come in with my business background and I give you know, another layer of advice, or I see, th- see things differently than yeah. he does. You know, yeah. a lot of times he's like, you know, do you want to sit on, sit in on this meeting with me? I'd love to have you there yeah. um, just to get your insight and your opinion on things. So we work really, really well together and we love traveling together. Yeah. We have been all over the world yeah. and, you know, we both feel the same way. Some, you know, we we've heard family members say like, when are you two going to just slow down and stop? and, and, <laughs> I'm like, slow down for what? Yeah, I mean, right. this is the time we work hard. Um, well, let me rephrase that. I always say, work smart, play mm, hard, right? You, you don't have yes. to work hard. You have to work smart. I like that. And I think that's what we <laughs> both do. And we want to enjoy this life, you know, because, yeah. you know, you you get older, you, you could easily be in a wheelchair and you can't get around. We can get around now and I could sit in that rocking chair, enjoy that lemonade, you know, staring at my backyard down the road. Right now, I'm healthy and I can get around. I want to see the world. I want to enjoy the world as much as possible.
0: Wow, I love that. You know, um, again, like I said, I love the way you carry yourself. If if there's someone listening to your voice right now, Tina, and they're in a really dark place, they're struggling. Um, Whether it's with their fitness or with their faith or with just life in general, they're just in a rough spot. What would you tell that person right now?
1: I would tell them, This too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Years ago, I was going through a really hard time. And I remember one of my dear friends just kept saying to me, This too shall pass. This too shall pass. And it does, Mm -hmm. everything passes just give it time. Don't push away those feelings, those emotions. Don't just shove them under a rug and want to forget them because they're going to come back later. Right. Work through whatever is going on right now. Put your trust and faith in God that he will get you through it and know that this too shall pass. If you're having a bad, crappy day and you just want to cry, cry. Yeah. If you want to just lay in bed all day, one day, lay in bed. But you know what? The next day, get out of bed because you're better than that. You deserve more than that. And God wants you to keep going. That's why he puts you on this earth. You deserve it. You're a beautiful person and keep living life. This is why you're on this earth, not to self-destruct, not to let anybody put you down. Just know that you are amazing and this will pass. It will pass. And those brighter days will be there for you.
0: Wow. Dang. That was powerful, Tina. Woo. I got chills. Thank you. Um, And anyone listening who is struggling is going to benefit from those words. So thank you for sharing that. If people want to reach out to you, Tina, and, you know, learn more about clean beauty and learn more about, you know, all the great things that you're doing with fitness and things like that, what would be the best way for someone to contact you?
1: Instagram and probably Instagram. I'm definitely on Facebook, Um, Instagram, Tina Cardall. Okay. And um in my bio you'll see there's a link and you can sign up for my newsletter. And okay. my newsletter, I talk about all sorts of things um, nice. from free nice. apps to amazing yummy recipes that are easy to make at home that you're going to love cool. to grocery shopping, <laughs> to um what products I'm using, whatever it is. Um I feel it's a great newsletter. I've gotten a lot of really good feedback from it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would love for people to to subscribe and I would love to just help everyone in any way that I can, you know, just be on a positive journey that's going to get them where they need to be so they can be happy and healthy.
0: Love it love it and I'll put that in the show notes I'll put the links to all that so they'll have that in the show notes as well so it'll be easy for them to get there but I do challenge everyone listening today to reach out to Tina and get to know her better and to re you know do some of these things that she's asking us to do I think it's it makes sense it makes sense that we take really good care of ourselves and we feel better and uh so yeah Tina I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us today I love I love this conversation and um I can't thank you enough and grateful for you and Paul in my life honestly and it means the world to me.
1: This was so much fun Todd. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, you know, you know we again I some key points, you know, just like what we said earlier, faith, food, fitness, focus and friends. I mean, that's, that's Tina's passions right there. And, and it makes sense. And I love that you simplify things as well. That really stood out to me as well, that instead of just overcomplicating this and going gangbusters, let's just take it slow and it's going to happen quicker if we do it that way. And I just love that and, and just being consistent. So those are some really good points and uh, can't thank you enough. That was a wonderful conversation, Tina.
1: Thank you so much fun. Thank you. Thank you again.
0: You bet. Well, there you go, folks. I told you today was going to be another really amazing person, Tina Cardall. Um, Thank you for tuning in as always. Please share this with your family and friends, especially if you have someone who might be struggling with their health and their fitness and their goals around those things and, and, and the clean beauty thing. I mean, uh, this is the kind of the first I've heard of these kind of things. So please reach out to her and uh, she obviously will be willing to help. So thank you for tuning in. And one last thank you to Tina. Thank you for all you do. And until next time, take care, everyone.